Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, here today with Agnes Drew and Dr. Rosalind Clark, and it's day 1004 since we came back on the air. Today, a bit of listener feedback. As most of you know, if you're listening regularly, we found a journal some time ago that was kept by a man named Sherman Chandler. He was a school bus driver, and after the zombies rose up, had lived in that bus with his wife, Mildred. They're both gone now, and we gave them a proper burial. But after some soul-searching, we decided that the information in his journal was too important to let it die with him. It contains news and thoughts about the early days of the zombie outbreak in the part of the country where he lived at the time. Obviously, we were all watching the news in those days, but the news couldn't be everywhere. And his was such a personal take on the situation. One of our biggest frustrations here at the station is that we don't really know what's going on outside of our own geographic bubble. We pick up the occasional ham radio transmission, but since I haven't figured out how to talk back to these folks yet, all we get is a one-sided perspective and we can't ask questions. Which is why we've been reading entries from Sherman's journal from time to time. And that gets me to the listener feedback. In short, some people don't like it. I'm not going to read any of their letters on the air, but I will go over the sentiment in broad strokes. The early days of the zombie uprising were traumatic. They were frightening and uncertain, and nobody felt like they knew what was happening or what would happen next. The idea that zombies had really risen up was hard for most people to believe. Seeing one up close for the first time is an experience and a memory that never really goes away. And what we're hearing is that a lot of you don't like being reminded of those early days. That we all lived it in our own ways and that we don't need to know what other people went through. That the individual circumstances of things that happened in the past don't matter. We know it was terrible, but that part's over. And now we're getting on with the business of staying alive in the here and now. And we get that. We really do. We experienced it ourselves when we all read the journal for the first time before we decided to start sharing some of the entries on the air. And that decision was one of the most difficult we've ever had to make here at the station. There was an actual argument about it. We learned back in the beginning that we needed to get people's permission before sharing their stories on the air. I, I still feel bad about what we accidentally revealed about Bill Slemp, and I hope he forgave us before he went to California to look for Wade's dad, but we'll probably never know. And to take Sherman's private journal and just start reading it, it felt wrong. But in the end, we decided that people needed to know. Just like we decided that people needed information when we first got started, which was the driving reason for us to come back on the air in the first place, we felt that people needed this man's perspective. Knowledge is power, and seeing something in a different way is how progress gets made. Nothing ever got improved by doing it the same way forever. We're sorry that the entries are hurting some people. We usually start with a short recap of what we're about to do before we read the entry itself, and as much as we want everyone to listen every day, if those broadcasts aren't good for your mental health, maybe switch us off for that day and come back to us the next. 
We're spacing them out precisely because we don't want the broadcast to dwell too much on darkness and old trauma. But at the same time, without at least a little bit of darkness, it's hard to see the light. It's the age-old conundrum. Light and dark, hope and despair, you can't have one without the other. It just doesn't work that way. So to all of you who wrote in, thank you for letting us know how you feel. We'll take it into consideration as we pick which entries to read and how often, and maybe we'll even soften the language or leave out some of the more graphic details. Although Max thinks we should read them as is. Hey, if we're going to read stories on the air without the author's permission, even if it is because he's not here to be able to give it, the least we can do is present them as he intended. He didn't intend them to be presented, Max. They were for him. All right, let's not have this argument again, especially on the air. Listeners, how do you feel about it? We've heard from some of you, but... We'd love to get a broader perspective on how you all feel about it as a whole. That we can definitely agree on. The broadcast is for all of you. And sometimes for us, because we're all coping with a lot of the same things you are. But we try to keep you listeners in the forefront of our minds. And we can't grow and improve without the help of those who are listening to us and supporting us in whatever way. I think that's enough for today. We'll be back tomorrow. And fair warning, listeners, tomorrow Agnes will be reading from Sherman's journal. Make whatever plans you need with that information. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark, Max O'Brien, and Agnes Drew. Take care of each other. <laughs>